So if you're looking to grow your business, scale from that five to six figures, six to seven, or maybe you're established, you've been in operation for a while, you want to move the needle from that seven to eight range. One of the biggest things you can do is set a goal. Everybody knows that. Um, you've probably done that in the past, but there's a couple of reasons people end up going through the motion, setting the goal, and then nothing really happens. First, you, you need to have the goal. Second, you got to have a way to be accountable. So this is one of the first mistakes people make is they've set the goal, but there's really no reason for them to wake up and execute. So you need to include some way, something, or someone to hold you accountable. In a larger organization, it might be by departments. Maybe you're in the engineering department and that department reports to operations and you set a goal for the department and operations is then going to hold you responsible to reaching that goal. Or maybe you're in sales and that sales department is going to be obligated to reach those markers, hit those targets, and they're going to be held accountable to do so by executive level member, member uh, management or by the owner or what have you. So you have to set the goal. Yes, you have to be accountable. So you need to have a system that's going to make sure that you're working towards that goal. Otherwise, every day when the business day starts or every day when you start working or whatever you call it, you're not going to wake up with a passion to execute. The next thing, and this is huge, uh, and I'll give you an example of my, one of my prior companies and, and my staff and organization. You have to involve your staff and your team. You've got to give them some ownership. You have to let them have some skin in the game. The other thing is I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Um, regardless of the size of your operation or organization, if you have staff, if you have employees, if you have a team, they're doing things on a daily basis that you are not. That gives them tremendous insight, knowledge, and kind of a background to drive real world from the field, from the manufacturing floor, uh, information to make decisions that you don't have. So make sure that when you involve them in the goal setting process, in the accountability process, but then also you know, sit back and listen. I'll give you the example I mentioned. You know, I had a staff of 12 to 14 employees at any given time, usually a couple interns. And I had a new hire that was in a management capacity. He came into one of our business development meetings and uh, he very reluctantly said, you know, I I've got some ideas. I think there's a better way we can do things from what I'm seeing. And I said, Sam, that's great. Uh, tell me a little bit more and tell the rest of the team here a little bit more. And he said, well, I'm, this is what I'm seeing. This is what I believe our customers are looking for or the clients are looking for. And we're not really delivering that experience. I think if we did things this way, it would work better. I said, great, do it. And he sat there dumbfounded and he, and he said, what? And I said, well, well, great. Let's go ahead and do that. He's like, well, seriously, I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, really? And I'm like, yeah, of course. And I said, listen, like you're the one in the field with the clients, like, you know, far better than I do. And you know, one thing's for sure. Uh, we have a current way of doing it. You believe from your experience actually out there doing it, there's a better way. And the only way we're going to know that is if, if we try it. So let's try it. 
you know, worst case scenario, it doesn't work. And we revert back to what we're currently doing. Best case scenario, you're right. And I believe you probably are going to be because you're the one that's out there dealing with the client. So if you have a team, if you have staff, they've got to be involved, give them some ownership and then sit back and be willing to listen and let them provide feedback based upon their experience in the field. Uh, the other thing, back same company, I had one wall in my office was a giant dry erase wall. So we painted it with dry erase paint. We had 11 different revenue streams for our organization, or 11 different profit centers. And it was a, a ginormous scoreboard where we were, we were tracking uh, revenue for each of those profit centers or each of those revenue streams. Uh, incredibly useful, a great tool, what have you, for me as the owner. Way too much information for my team to easily look at and know exactly where we were. Because again, we want to involve our staff and our team on that process of reaching the goal. They couldn't easily walk into the office, look at it, know exactly how we were doing. The second thing is that giant scoreboard was also set up to give us kind of a report card after the fact. In, in a lot of the data on that dry erase wall, that scoreboard was feeding into month-end numbers. And the problem is if we had a goal for the month, the way the system was set up, I really wouldn't, my team really wouldn't, we really wouldn't know where we were relative to the goal until it was too late to do something different. So usually by the time we had the whole picture, because of the way I set that scoreboard up, we were closing the month and yeah, we would know, okay, did we hit our goal? Yes or no. But it, if the answer was no, it was too late. The, the month was closed. So again, a mistake organizations make with setting goals is one, too much information two, not sharing it with their staff. You got to involve your team. You got to bring them in and give them some ownership. And, and then the third thing is you have to have a way to look at your data relative to your goal and objective that's in real time not after the fact you don't want to get to the end of the month and say gee if if we would have done these things differently we could have reached or, or maybe we hit the goal but we could have surpassed the goal um and, and currently looking back you know at that time we were growing our annual revenue almost 20 percent year over year so we're knocking the cover off the ball. And yes, that dry erase wall and that scoreboard helped. Yes, bringing the team in, being willing to, to let them participate and own part of the process with growing the organization. All those things helped. But I can tell you now, looking back, there, there were some things we could have done in a much better fashion. Um, so, so make sure that you're thinking about that. Whatever your organization is, what it, you know, whatever your key metrics are, make sure that you're looking at them live in real time relative to your goals so that you don't get to the end of the time on the clock and find out, okay, we missed. Well, now it's too late. So you got to have that real time data. And, and then the other thing is, you know, you need to look at your organization's goal with a, you know, what, what can, what can we do right now that is going to have the most significant impact on moving toward that goal? Uh, back to my uh, business, I had mentioned, we typically had some profit centers where, where I did know these things, you know, I'm like, if, if we can drive 
some revenue here. If I can move the needle on this profit center, it's going to have the greatest impact, the fastest on our, our monthly sales, our quarterly sales and our annual sales numbers. So you need to make sure that you understand where your opportunity to have that greatest impact is. You know, if you're selling widgets in, in widget A is, let's just say it's $5 and widget B is a thousand. Well, it's going to be a lot easier to move the needle if you can sell widget B, right? So you, you need to understand what your organization's key metrics are and, and understand, you know, how to leverage them so you can have the greatest impact in the shortest amount of time. So there you go. Some thoughts on the power of goal setting to allow you to grow your business, move from maybe it's five figures to six or six to seven or seven to eight figures, uh, a better way to use goals to make it possible to grow your organization, grow your sales, and, and kind of get into that new territory. Uh, SmallBusinessToGrow.com. Thanks for checking us out. This podcast is brought to you by SmallBusinessToGrow.com, the website by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Why reinvent the wheel? Start growing your business with best practices from industry-leading small business owners, executives, and entrepreneurs. Take their wheel, put it to work in your business, and start growing today. SmallBusinessToGrow.com to learn more.